What's up, everybody? It's the Fusion and Savage Show. I'm your host, Daniel, aka Fusion, and I got my boy, Rhett Savage. What's up, Fusion? How you doing, man? What's cracking, man? Oh, not It's so nice to be back on a podcast. I, I know we took that week off because we got super busy in everyday life, but man, it's good to be back. Yeah, yeah, we've been busy uh, with work and uh, kids and family. It's just been nonstop, man. So uh, yeah, it is. It does feel good to be back on on a podcast and and talk about stuff. Um, a lot has happened since we since we've oh, talked and been on yeah. the podcast, bro. So yeah, there's been um, a bunch. Yeah. So for May thirteenth, twenty twenty one. Um, a lot of stuff has gone on. Uh, we went and saw the draft over our homeboy's house, or or one of our good friends, uh, Esto. Uh, we had a good, we had a good time there watching yeah, the draft. That, that was fun, man. And 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 seeing Trey Lance go number three, I was wrong about Jones. Go figure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I did. We I did say are. the Bears were going for a QB. Did I not? Yeah, and that, yeah, that was pretty uh, coming out of the blue for the Bears. Uh, good for them. Yeah, I like that. Nagy finally did something that was worth a crap. All right, but yeah, we had a good time at um, at the draft. Uh, we had some smoked burgers, bacon, everything. It was it was top notch, bro. I, I enjoyed. Oh yeah. It. Um, so shout out to Esto for hooking it up on the draft party. Um, yeah, thanks, buddy. Thanks for hosting. Right. So, uh, but, you know, one one thing I did wanted to cover since we've been on the podcast and I know certain friends have been listening to and everything like that. Uh, I do want to give a shout out. Um, I want to give a good shout out to our two, uh, one remaining champion and uh, previous champion. And they're a part of our leagues. Um, want to give a big happy birthday to Kagan. And to Derek, man, they both had uh, birthdays a little bit apart, um, but big shout out to them, man, because I know they listen to the podcast and and they're part of our fantasy league. And um, one's a current champion, and uh, the other one was a first time champion for our league. So big shout out, happy birthday to them! Yeah, happy birthday, guys, to the champs! To the champs! I've won it twice. I've won it twice. Just saying this guy i'm i'm a champ (laughs) it's pretty cool so that you know a lot of people don't understand this this podcast has been brought to you guys by by caustic sports um which is part of our league that we started um with a group of friends and and um it's the caustic league and then we've developed ourselves as a good camaraderie um amongst ourselves and uh we've been friends from a work a workplace and it just continued on and um uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're more like a family. <laughs> we're more like a family now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna about to get that. So, yes, it's pretty much a big family, a uh, big brotherhood there. And um, so, you know, we we got a we got a good crew on on our fantasy team. So, big shout out to those guys, and I know they listen to to the show. So, now, nah. so, so savage. Um, we talked a little, just a little snippet of the draft and we did go through a lot of stuff, um, while we were there at Esto's house and we we're watching the draft. Um, uh, give me your first, 
draft takes of just real quick. I mean, what'd you think of certain things? Who who had the best draft overall for um, the NFL? Oh, if you if you go best draft overall overall, man, I it's hard not to go with the Chiefs or the Browns. I know they're a lot of people's favorites. You could even go Chargers, man. Chargers had a solid draft too. Uh, okay. Just any one of those three. T- to me, it was those three teams, and then a tier of other teams, and then obviously your your teams that didn't do so well. Cough Raiders. <laughs> yeah, that surprisingly they, they did pretty bad compared to last year's draft. Um, uh, the Raiders. They, go ahead. They tend they tend to reach on on players that a lot of scouts and a lot of GMs have you know, mocked in, in later rounds and they tend to jump pretty early on guys like that. Uh, but hopefully it works out, you know, I mean, we can all speculate now that that was a bad move, but Alex could draft steal in history. We, you don't know as of right now, it doesn't look that way. <laughs> yeah. Some teams had him ranked at, uh, in the third round. Yeah. And so, you know, they, they, they're trying to rebuild their old line and, I guess with Derek Carr, who knows if this year he's going to be running for his life, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, they traded three three great offensive linemen, so they had to, to boost that old line. Like, they didn't have any other place that they could go. Right. Um, I agree. The Chiefs did go out, and they drafted pretty well. Um, I I want to say the Bears did a good draft this year. They actually went out and got Justin Fields, like we, like you we mentioned. Um, but the way they traded up to get him, um, you know, this def- most definitely this is probably one of the rookie quarterbacks that's going to start this year, along with Zach Wilson and um, Trevor Lawrence. Um, so I'm more interested on what the Bears have done and what what. I'm just more interested to see what they do this year uh, with everything because I think they had a good draft um, by looking at some of their draft picks that they had. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I like it. The, the 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 trade up for Justin Fields was phenomenal. Uh, I right. I had mocked that they would get Trey Lance a little later in the first, but Fields started sliding and they saw their opportunity to jump. Uh, real quick, what was surprising to me is that Denver didn't take Fields at ten. Uh, which which everyone thought was going to happen, so that was kind of crazy. But uh, I mean, they brought well, in- you know, you, you know, let's let's because we're now we're going to go into a different segment on why, <laughs> you know, why maybe Denver didn't do um, their deal. And with that being said, uh, you know, we all heard the rumors and everything that came out before the draft, and it was the fact that. Um, Aaron Rodgers was wanting out of uh, Green Bay and supposedly it was already a, uh, a pick done ready for him but I guess supposedly um, the Packers copped it out you know I guess they were already in t- uh, trade talks with getting um, Aaron Rodgers to Denver but that's a he said she said deal but that, you're right I, it, it was the fact that you know I don't know right now, dude. Honestly, to be honest with you, they with Patrick Sutton, they got Patrick Sutton, right? Um, Sertan. Sertan. Sertan, yeah. Sertan, sorry. Um, 
it makes a big, big, uh, makes a whole lot of difference because they already have a corner back there that's an all-star corner, right? They went and got him. Um, yeah, they went and got Kyle Fuller from the Bears. Correct. And so this makes a, a good definition of why they didn't go after a quarterback because now they're, because they have to face Aaron uh, Mahomes twice a year, regardless. Yeah, and, and they, so I mean, you have that debt back there. Of course, they're going to need it. So with Travis, you know, with you know Hill being back there and Travis Kelsey being in the middle, they got to be out there to defend that. So they learned their lesson from last year. But the fact that they would have reached out for a quarterback, it, it was already rumors that Garoppolo was going to go over there, and then then it was rumors that you know. Aaron Jones, uh, well, Aaron Rodgers was going to go. With well, and they, and they made a push for Stafford and ultimately lost that. Uh, but the certain pick, I've I've been preaching certain to, to Denver for a while. When we talked about my mock a couple shows ago, I had said certain for that exact reason that you stated. I mean, you're against Mahomes and the Chiefs twice a year. You've got Herbert, who's a, a star quarterback with a live arm. You've got Carr, who, when he's not under duress, is a, one of the most accurate quarterbacks you'll see in the league. Like, they, they're in a, a gunslinging division. Like, they have to have ultra-athletic man coverage corners to compete in that division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that division is pretty tough for them, and they're, like, the weakest link in that in that division. So oh, yeah. even if the rumors were true and if it was going to happen that Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers was going to go in there, I, man, I hate to change the subject down to an Aaron Rodgers because we were going to talk about that later on and we still can. But I don't see that being a, even with Rodgers there, I don't see it being a winnable di- division with him there with the roster that they have. But I don't know. It, it was a, it was quite of a show. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it was. It, it was weird how it all broke out and it, and it totally stole the headlines from the draft and all that. And, and you know, who's to say it didn't have an effect on how the Broncos drafted and all that stuff. But, and, and then, then it comes out like a week later. The original report had no merit behind it whatsoever. Right. Which is kind of crazy. I, I know we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but it's just, it's all crazy to me. I, I don't think Aaron's going anywhere in my personal opinion. I agree. Um, let's see here. So, yeah, so Justin Fields going to the Bears. Mac Jones goes to the Patriots. They didn't even have to do anything. They just landed on him. Yeah, he just yeah. landed on the Patriots. Belichick just stood his ground, didn't trade up. He's not one that normally trades up. He let it fall to him, and it actually worked out, and he got his quarterback that he wanted. Right. And, you know, did you see that, how Mac Jones was telling uh, uh, Commissioner uh, Roger Goodell that this is what he wanted to do? Yeah, the whole time? Yeah. I did see that. I thought that was funny. It's like, whatever, buddy. You wanted to go. Hey, we all know that half those quarterbacks besides uh, Trevor Lawrence, they all wanted to go um, to, to the 49ers. Oh, you know it. Well, you know that you you totally know, and so, um, yeah, that's pretty pretty crazy. Um, so for them to be like, well, Justin Fields, he didn't look too happy that he was getting picked by the Bears. So, <laughs> and, and he still doesn't. And half these pictures, he just looks miserable. And it's like maybe that's probably why he fell 
and maybe why the uh, 49ers didn't go with Justin Fields, and that's why so many rumors were about him. But supposedly he's boy yeah, genius well, and can remember a playbook um, from page one to page to the last page. So yeah, he's intelligent. He's just got a little bit of an attitude problem. Kinda reminds me of how arrogant Josh wrote, honestly. Uh, that, Which is yeah, I, the best thing, but <laughs> I, I could see that. Yeah, I could see how you you would say that, um, since you guys were the ones that drafted him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was a that was pretty interesting. Um. But you know, Matt I, Jones going, huh? Oh, you're good. You're good. No, go for it. I was just oh, gonna repeat. I was just gonna say, uh, the Browns pick of Greg Newsom I thought was a home run. I really thought Arizona was going to pull a trigger on him at 16 and we went and saving Collins, which I'm not mad about at all. But that Newsom kid, again, his health is a concern, but man, the Browns have just gone out and re-pulled that whole defense, man. They're they're looking scary good. As long as they all gel, that defense is going to be nasty. Right. Yeah, it is a scary defense. And then Clowney being there and other other pieces that they have went in with the draft. Um, yeah, they went full board, uh, got defense. They they locked themselves up on defense, which is really, really good. Yeah, they went and got Newsom, and, the, and then in the second, they got uh, uh, the Notre Dame linebacker, Kuramoa. That, Kuramoa? And, yeah, yeah and, and that kid, is, he slipped a little bit in my mind, too. I was I was surprised, but uh, they got two two ballers, man. And those kudos to the Browns. Man, yeah, the draft, the whole <laughs> draft week was just intense. I, I enjoyed it. I was I really appreciated it was on local channels. Um, yes, you know Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So I thought that was really really cool. Um, so I, I enjoyed my time watching the draft. Um, you know, my Seahawks only had three picks, and they did pretty good, I believe. But um, how did you think that your uh, Arizona Cardinals did? Uh, you know, I, I liked the Collins pick. Uh, we need – I know we have Jordan Hicks, but he's getting older. And it'd be just the thought of Zayvon Collins teaming up with Isaiah Simmons in the middle of our defense is scary. As long as it works out, that's going to be scary. Uh, I really liked our day two pick in Rondell Moore. We've been trying to get a – a super freak, super fast, can grab the ball and take it to the house type receiver for years. And and Kirk just hasn't really done anything. Isabella hasn't done anything. So hopefully Rondell Moore pans out. He's You read the stories about him and how uh, – actually today I was just reading the story. And uh, after he got – after he fell out of the first round – at 1 a.m. after the first round, he went to the gym and just worked out for like two hours and was just working so hard that you could l- see literal steam coming off of his jacket. He was just so pissed that he fell out of the first round. So I hope he brings that chip over to Arizona and just balls out, man. Went straight to the gym, get those gains. That's right. I'm here for it, man. <laughs> if he plays anything like he did at Purdue, I am, I am all here for it. And then oh, they good. got I, I, I address the corner position um, earlier in the draft, but I'm I'm very happy with the corners that we did get in Marco Wilson from Florida in the I think we got him in the fourth. 
And then we got uh, Tay Gowan from UCF, who's that kid's a freak, man. Like I can't wait to watch him. And he's he's just got that mentality of the Honey Badgers, who he reminds me of. Which is funny because he wears number thirty-two. Uh, gonna take that over from when Tyron Matthew used to wear that for us. But I'm excited, man. I thought we did really well. What do you think about your Seahawks draft? Um, I like the the Eskrit. Um, I can't even pronounce his name. Well, Dwayne. Um, Eskred from Western Michigan. Yeah, the, the wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, the wide receiver. Um, I think we did pretty good with him because, you know, Tyler Lockett and uh, Metcalf they need another receiver on the end, um, a number three. Uh, yeah. So, I thought it was pretty good with with um, with their picks. Um, but we also got that corner from Oklahoma. The Trey Brown, yep. yeah, Trey Brown, yes, Trey Brown, and then the offensive uh, tackle from the Stone Foresight. Now Stone Foresight, he looks like he's a kid from Florida, and they paired him up with the picture from uh, you know the Rock, the younger Rock. So yeah. if you know his workout ethic that I've seen, um, you know what I've seen on uh, on film. He could be our next left tackle um, if if he works hard for it. So uh, once Dwayne Brown leaves, um, he, he he has the potential to be our good left tackle. Um, well, and that's but, awesome because he's got a, a an all pro to learn from in Dwayne. Right, and um, yeah, but we went crazy um, on the free agent picks. Uh, Oh yeah, I can't remember how many you signed, but it was a lot. Yeah, we we <laughs> went we went crazy on them, and as we should, because half of the, the the league knew half these kids knew that um we we didn't have picks, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So they they um they knew that after the draft was over, um they were gonna get called up, you know what I mean? Well, and see, and, and a lot of kids, too, took their offer because they knew that not only did Seattle not have a lot of picks, but they have got a lot of holes on the team that they didn't have the salary cap to address. So you have a, a, a much higher chance uh, of being an undrafted rookie free agent that makes the 53 by going mm-hmm. to Seattle. So I, I thought it was great what they did. Uh, as much as I do not like Schneider and Carroll, they are great at finding diamonds in the rough. I, I wish we could hit on the later round picks like, like you guys do. Right. Well, as you guys should. <laughs> hey, so we, we, we won't talk first round picks though, right? No, 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 no. I think our first round picks <laughs> have been pretty bad in the last few. Um, so I think we'll just stay out of that. Either they get hurt or just made out of glass. Yeah. So that's why we're not getting, you know, Rashad Penny, we didn't pick up his fifth um, year option because I think we we already know what we're getting out of Penny. Yeah. But we went and signed an uh, undrafted free agent too from um, uh, BJ Emmons from, uh, he was an undrafted one. And then we got another one, uh, Josh Johnson. Yes, and Johnson looks really good, actually. Yeah, so we got a couple running backs that are going to be competing to to get a starting role, and um, so we'll we'll see. Penny Penny showed 
potential in his second year, but the the rest of it was just due to injuries, and he was just yeah, it wasn't just worth it to keep him. But we got Chris Carson back. I, I love Chris Carson. I'm glad that he stuck around and we resigned him. Um, well, didn't they resign he... Alex Collins as well? Um, he is on the roster, but man, I've I I haven't heard it. I haven't heard from him at all, to be honest with you. You know. Huh. I yeah, I, yeah. Alex Collins. Said, I mean, he's on the roster. If you look at up the Seahawks roster, he's on there. But we haven't heard anything from him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought he he was uh, retiring, or I I just that's what I believed he was. But um, no, I don't know where where his landing so far he's still on our roster for Seahawks and I do like him he, he does fit the system but this new system that they got going on for us um, you know from the Rams should help out Russell Wilson and with all these players but yeah with uh, Dwayne uh, being the third yeah third receiver along with the new tight end um, yeah it should it'd be very interesting on how this offense looks um supposedly it's still going to be run heavy but with more looks more options more um more different type of style but guess what we play the cardinals twice a year so i guess we'll get to see it you and i that's right Um, (laughs) i know i know you and i have bets going on every time they go around so every time man um, every time um, so yeah, like I said, like we were talking about earlier, the, the Chargers, the Chiefs, um, the Browns, the you know So you know who you know who made a sneaky pick that uh that it uh, it's not necessarily a great pick, but with it being the first pick that they had in the draft and, and, and the player that they chose, it tells you a lot about what's going on. And that's the Houston Texans. Their yeah. very first pick in the draft was in the third round, and they chose Stanford quarterback Dave, Dave, Davis Mills. Yeah, Davis Mills. And uh, so to me, I mean, they have Tyrod Taylor. Uh, we all know what's going on with the Deshaun Watson thing, which the last update I had was uh, they're currently trying to settle on all the cases. Uh, so that doesn't look very good, I, and I, I don't think. Uh, they, they don't think he's playing this year whatsoever. Uh, There's still, I guess, two teams that are monitoring the situation that still want him. It wouldn't shock me if Denver's one of them. Um, Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me about Denver either. Yeah, so we'll have to see what happens there. But them drafting Davis Mills, which I like this kid from Stanford. He he was one of the top recruits, uh, geez, four years out of high school. I I believe he was a five-star quarterback, if I remember right. And uh, so he's got talent. Uh, He got hurt often at Stanford and uh, so we'll see if he can pull it all together for them or if he even gets the chance to start I guess we'll see what happens in preseason but it's him and Tyrod Taylor and last time Taylor had a rookie in front of him we all saw what happened yeah come here doc (laughs) (laughs) that's messed up I shouldn't say that but (laughs) you know it wouldn't surprise me if Denver's still looking at a quarterback with Deshaun Watson and they'll take anything at the moment because they do got um you know Teddy Bridgewater over there. Yeah, um, Teddy B and Drew Lock. And Drew Lock, and yeah. uh, and they still got the Ripping Kid, and 
Right. And I think that, well, after reading uh, an article on, on Teddy Bridgewater, he went over and pretty much kind of threw, he, he kind of threw uh, Carolina under the bus. Really? Pretty much saying that they didn't run, they didn't practice no red zone offense or two minute drills over in Carolina. So, you know, pretty much it's like, I don't know if that story's true, but there was an article that Teddy Bridgewater did go out there and saying, "Hey, this is we didn't run this stuff while I was there." So, huh? If it made me look bad, it made me look bad. Me it did. His his first eight games to his last eight games were a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, they um. Yeah. Uh, it was a it was a good article I'm trying to find it out you're good uh, you know what other pick kind of threw me for a loop too especially since all the Aaron Rodgers news broke hmm. you're, you're Green Bay and last year Rodgers has been wanting a receiver last year you draft his replacement in Jordan Love and then piggyback that in the second round with a running back that's your third running back on the year. This year, with your very first pick, there's a lot of good receivers like Elijah Moore and uh, several other guys. Eskridge was there. Uh, and you draft the Georgia corner that ran the fastest 40 time on the year, Eric Stokes. Yeah. You know you, know you have an upset Aaron Rodgers and you don't give him a weapon, you go and grab a corner that many had going late second round because the only thing good about him is he's fast. The other corner mm. from, from Georgia was the good one, uh, uh, Tyson Campbell, I think it is, which I think Jacksonville got him. They did, actually. They drafted him with the first pick of the second round. So they got him, which that was a steal. Good for Jacksonville. But mm-hmm. it's like, man, I just don't understand how you could be in this situation, all this news breaks out, and instead of trying to please Aaron Rodgers, you feed into the narrative and grab something that you didn't even freaking need. Yeah. So I, I understand where where Aaron Rodgers' frustration is at. It's like they're not giving him what he's asking for. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much, if you look around the league, you know, certain quarterbacks are invested into their team, and their team is invested in them. Yeah, you they know, have when a say. Tom Brady, when Tom Brady went to Tampa, Tom's pretty much saying, look, I need weapons. Yeah. This is what I need. Okay. When, you know, Russell Wilson threw a complaint out there, it didn't matter what. But as soon as Pete Carroll and the, the whole the whole team wrapped around him and saying, okay, we'll give you what you need. It has shown if you really start to think about it, look what they did to Russell Wilson. They went and got him linemen. They yeah. got him a new a new offensive line um they went and got him a new offensive coordinator they went and got him a new receiver they, they this draft showed what they what they're doing for russell wilson for yes. the green bay packers they haven't shown him shit so i totally understand whether they're just like they're gonna they're gonna throw the whole book at him they're gonna ask him how much you want they're gonna throw a blank check to him and they're gonna try to keep him long term but if I was Aaron Rodgers, I would not budge because it's, you know, shame on me, then shame on you, and 
what are you going to do for me now? You know? Yeah. I would stick, I would stick to my guns and just ask to just get traded because it'll never get better. You know, that's, that's, but if you really stuff to think about, and just like I had just mentioned earlier, if he did go to Denver, he'd have to face the Chiefs twice yeah. and Andy Reid. Okay. Then he would have to face the Raiders and then he would have to face the Chargers. Um, the Chargers. And the Chargers are in a rebuilding team right now, but still they're in, they have good pieces to still be a contender. You know what yes. I mean? Which, to be honest with you, uh, a lot of people do have them on uh you know as a dark horse to win the super bowl so or to get to the super bowl um i get on uh my bookie.ag a lot and i do see their numbers have been um really really increasing for the chargers to make it to the playoffs and make it to the super bowl so they he aaron Rodgers would have to face that team but for for being in in the you know in the nfc um, north, right? North. Yeah. Yes. North. He would only have to face what the Vikings, the Bears, and um, D and Detroit. Thank you. I had a brain fart there for a second. Yeah, that's why it didn't matter, Detroit. So you imagine that they'd be first in that in that division. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that sense. So I, it would make sense if Aaron Rodgers stayed stayed behind, but he. <laughs> You're not going to get somebody fired, bro. I'm no, sorry. No. And it's too invested. And like I said, we don't know the real story of how this... There was no credibility to the first tweet about it, so it just kind of blew up and everyone started reporting it, and then it got into this huge thing, and so we'll see what happens. I know, like you said, they're opening up the checkbook. They want him to stay long-term. Uh, for me, if they want him to stay long-term, you offer him the money, and then you take your first round pick for the next year's draft and Jordan Love and you ship both those suckers over to Atlanta and you bring in Julio. The thing with that is, is that they would have to take over Julio's contract. And that's a big dent in their pocketbook. Like, seriously. But, but if they agree to a restructured contract and spread it out through more years than Julio has left in Atlanta, they could make it work. I think there's a new job opening, right? You need to go over there and be their GM. Yeah, and you know what I'd do? I'd trade Jordan freaking Love because that was stupid. It was stupid. And supposedly, you know, rumors have come out that he's not the guy. Well, no, dude. If he was the guy and all this came out, you'd be like, okay, Rogers, where do you want to go? Yeah. Bye. But nobody talks about Jordan Love. You know why? Because he sucks. He sucks. He sucks. They don't. They don't even talk about his practice form, how he does no. practice. That's not a good sign. No, that is isn't not a good, a good sign, dude. Like, come on. So, for many football fans, as for myself as well, um, I would like to see. Even though I'm over here saying he's got to go, I would. If I was Aaron Rodgers, I would leave. But I wouldn't want him to leave. Does it make sense? Oh, I wouldn't I, want him to. He, I, I, he I don't want to see him in another. Are. Yeah, I would. I would not like to see him in another uniform. That's just kind of how it goes. Just the same way as I don't want to see Russell Wilson in another uniform. Um, you know, we all thought Tom Brady was going to retire as a Patriot. I really, truly did. 
but seeing him in a in a Buccaneers uniform made me like him more, and I don't know why. But I no, actually, I take that back. It made me appreciate Tom Brady more because we knew that he was talented. Um, he's the goat, right? Yeah. But I wouldn't want to see a franchise like nobody wants to see Matt Ryan be somewhere something else. else. Yeah, yeah exactly. be somewhere else, right? You think Matt uh, Ryan or Drew you Brees. Think Atlanta. Yeah, or Drew Brees being something else, right? Or um, just all-star quarterbacks, you would not want them to be anything else. So um, even, even Derek Carr, as much as I can't stand Derek Carr, I just don't see him being anywhere else. You being, know what I mean? Yeah, he, I mean, he's a Raider through and through. Correct, and I just don't I don't know. Like that's just uh, Mahomes is it's a chief for life. Um, you know that's kind of Kirk Cousins is a is a Viking. Uh, even though I'd still view him as a as a Washington person, so I don't know. It's just it's weird. So Aaron Rodgers, if you're listening, stay in the Packers. Figure it out. If not, go to Jeopardy. I did like that show with him he, on there. Yeah, he did really good. He did really good. Um, so just a really quick update. What I was talking about is the Bleacher Report had the little article about Teddy Bridgewater throwing um, the Panthers under a bus. Uh, he had an interview with um, Patrick Peterson and Bryant uh, McFadden. And he did talk about how they didn't run a two-minute uh, uh, practice a two-minute drill, and then they didn't they didn't practice the red zone um, drill. So it's a real weird article that I was reading up on. So if you guys get a chance, look it up. Bleacher Report, Teddy Bridgewater throwing him under the bus. So Teddy B. Yeah, and I like him. I mean, I like seeing him uh, play. I actually got to see him live, so it was pretty good. I like the kid. Um, I, I always think to myself, what what would he be had he not had that crazy injury on the Vikings? Yeah, no shit, right? Yeah. That was a devastating uh, I mean, one. So Yeah. In practice too, non contact. Crazy. Yeah. All right. All right, Rhett. So let's go on to so we talked about Aaron Rodgers, right? Of course. Um let's talk about let me see here. So, what do you think about these numbers being changed on the jerseys? Bro, I freaking hate it. I hate. I hands down, I hate it. I think it's <laughs> stupid. The more and more, like every day, some new guys. Preach, tell some, us. <laughs> some new guy that's been in the league for 12, 12, 14 years. I know I've been twenty-one all this time, but I'm gonna change to change to seven. Yeah. What the f- and and I get where Brady's coming with this whole now your corners. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, like your corners are wearing numbers that he's used to seeing on receivers and mm-hmm. like it's it's going to be a a mental thing for these quarterbacks for the first year or two. Uh, right. It, it for the veterans. It's going to be interesting to see how well the rookies handle it because they're used to it. Yeah, they are. That's that's one part of the mental game that they're not going to have to overcome. Um, but I still hate it. I don't like it. I, I'm not good with change at all. So I, I just 
Uh, it drives me nuts. Like, every time I see a new star player, it's like, oh, I'm number one now. It's awesome. I'm glad yeah, I have your I, jersey. I, yeah, that's the thing that I don't like about it is like, I'm well invested in jerseys. Uh, as you yeah. know, I'm I'm a jersey collector for my Seahawks. And so the last thing I want is Bobby Wagner turning around and going to a single single digit that yeah. he had in Utah. And, um, but I understand why certain players are are now feel free because that's what their title, you know. Well, and that's emotionally and that's, tied to, you know. Yes, I mean? and that's that's the hard part about it is I get where the emotional symbolism comes from. I totally get it. You know, Pat, like Patrick Peterson switching to number seven because that's what he wore in in LSU, and he owned it. Like he was number seven. He was mm-hmm. one of the greats. Uh, so I totally get it. It just ah, it's just I. I think it's more just because it's so different. It's just so right. different, and I'm just used to the old school way. And and maybe it'll, you know, maybe next year I'm like, man, this is awesome, you know. But as of right now, I freaking hate it. Yeah, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I think it's dumb. Yeah, that's gonna be a different for next year. That's for sure. Um, seeing new numbers on the field. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we'll see how jersey sales go. Especially for certain for certain players, like you were saying, you know the veteran players that have now um, changed their numbers. So there's just certain players I don't want them to change their numbers. That's yeah. it. I, I I don't. And so all these other players that are transferring over, because you know if you get traded to another team, you're getting another another number regardless. So I get that. You know what I mean? If you want to start fresh on another team with your old number, okay, I get that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you if you were drafted by us and like I said, like <clears throat> like you know Bobby Wagner and KJ Wright and all these guys that that do come back, um, which I do hope we get KJ Wright back just for your information. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't want them changing their numbers. Does make yeah. sense? that's like uh, so, so Tyron Matthew came out and because a lot of fans are like hitting up Matthew. Oh, you got to get the number seven jersey. You got to switch to number seven. And he's like, boy, why do you want me to live in the past? My past was not the greatest thing for me. 32 made me who I am today. Yeah. So it's that's what I'm saying. Like there's, there's an emotional symbolism for each number for everybody. And I think that's part of the reason that I'll get more comfortable with it. Because uh, there's a story for everybody and why they're on that number. You know what I mean? Right. There's, there's always a story to it. Um, so I'm sure it'll grow on me and look at me. I'm already getting softer. <laughs> <laughs> we knew you had a soft spot. Right? We just knew. We just had to get it out of you. It's just, no, uh, I've, I've got a soft spot for Matthew, dude. He's such, I, he's such a good guy. I just like that guy. But his story for why he didn't want to switch back and stuff, I thought was really cool. Right. So, um, Another news is let's talk about this new signing that fucking Jacksonville did. Uh-huh. And that, that's bringing Tebow. Um, how do you feel about that, man? Um, so I get there's a lot of people dogging this man right now. I, I'm, and, I'm okay. Keep going. Keep going. And 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 you may be on that side of it. I'm not okay. I get that there's a lot of people saying, "Oh, he's taking food out of another man's mouth." In every aspect of life, it's who you know. You can work your ass off as much as you want. 
But if you know somebody, you've got that extra edge against anybody. And if you're going to sit here and tell me that you wouldn't use that extra edge to your advantage for your game, you're lying. Especially in the position to follow your dream. Right. Now, the confusing thing for me is... Gosh, when he played 3,805 days ago, I believe is what it was in the NFL. Uh, it was for New England. And they mm-hmm. wanted him to switch to a tight end. And he said no. Uh, he won- He ended up retiring and pursuing baseball, which good for him. I- I'm a big fan of Tebow, so you're not going to get me to dog on him or anything like that. But uh, it's just I, I want to know in the psyche of like where – what made him switch to now I'll try it now I'm 33 is it just because the Urban Meyer thing and he knew he would have a chance to make a roster is it Shad Khan just doing a a, a PR stunt because of his name because ever since this has come out this the Jaguars are the number one trending team for talking talk points you know what I mean like everyone's talking about it pissed off happy all, all kinds of stuff it was a great PR move if that's what it was for if it was just to get attention on the team Uh, but now you've got mixed emotions in the locker room Uh, I don't know Tim Tebow personally uh, but I've watched a lot of his videos I've watched him on college game day and he's just he's a super down to earth dude a follower of Christ Uh, he you know he lets everyone know that Uh, he's just a good dude and I, I hope it works out I don't see him making the team personally so you really don't think he'll make the team? I don't. Uh, I just he's never been he's been a quarterback, okay? He's been a quarterback his entire career and the next closest thing he would have ever been is a fullback. He's never been a wide receiver. He's never been a tight end before. so he hasn't had the practice or the hand strength for catching a ball, right? Mm-hmm. I, I get he played baseball. It's different, though. Uh, so I just don't think – I think there's going to be younger guys that – like Joshua Oliver and stuff that's on that team that just stand out more and that they're going to be faster than him. Like I said, he's 33, dude. He's on the downhill side of a football player. He hasn't well, played in the NFL in three th- – I know he keeps his body right, but still. And this is right. – and it may be too much of a distraction for a young team that's – that has a chance to rebuild. You don't want to be in the news for the wrong reasons. Yeah, and so the only tight ends that they have there is the Ben Efferson and James O'Hennessy. Yeah. Don't they have and, Josh uh, Oliver? Um, I thought they did. Maybe they don't. No. Hold on. Let me Google that. <laughs> I no, I, I'm, I, I think they... they James O'Hennessy... Uh, Shahan yeah, James O'Shaughnessy you know. is he's oh, he's all right. You you're good at you're good at saying the names, Fred, not me. Oh, I dude, just butcher I, I butcher a lot of them too, dude. It's there's a lot of different ones. <laughs> so to make Tebow being there, I, I here's my thing. You're right. He hasn't played in so many years, right? In a few yeah. years, like whatever, whatnot, and he's going to be a tight end. Um, I can see him being more of like a strength coach or if like um, like on the coaching staff. Yeah. But seeing, to put your hand in the dirt and be ready for this. Yes. Um, 
Well, and you've got guys already coming out and, and headhunting him already. The Steelers. Great. Young, I was just about to get that. Yeah. I yeah. Was about the, to say that. the Steelers' young uh, linebacker Devin Bush, which I like a lot, has already come out and said, "I can't wait till we play you. You're done." Come on, man. You gone. Come on. Don't Miles Garrett him. <laughs> come on, bro. Yeah. Um, well, that's what he's getting. You know what I mean? He's getting into. Well, but he's getting into young, younger talent uh, of of players you know what i mean and yeah, it, so it, he's not facing certain players that were in his time exactly um, the game's so, changed a lot since he's played yeah and so li- this is make it or break it for him um i do and i do agree with you that maybe he may not make the roster but i do believe he's part of that franchise excuse me for um for something yes and i agree with that i i don't think he'll like i said i don't think he'll make the 53 but I, I do believe that he'll do something within that organization just based purely off of his leadership skills. Right. I I agree. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'm pretty more excited to see what, what happens there. And um, I don't know. It's just Tebow. Tebow yeah. mania again. Here we yeah, go. I, when it first popped off, I was like, no way. Yeah, I didn't want to believe it either, but uh, I don't know. It's just hard to explain. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So when I seen that, I was just like, oh, here we freaking go. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Right. We have a tons of stuff to talk about, G. Tons. Uh, dude, this, we missed a week. It's been crazy. Yeah, we missed a week, and um, plus everything's just been busy. Yeah. I know there's a lot of free agent signings that have been out there, and then... Um, uh, just a lot of free agent news. I'm not going to get into that right now, but I do want to talk about um, the NFL schedule. So I know I was pretty excited yesterday um, for it to come out. I was waiting. Um, I hated these little snippets and these little hints they yeah. were giving out, but it still made it good. The NFL does a great job on scheduling certain things to make you work up everything you know and so i'm super excited for uh, the schedule that came out i know that you went after and i looked at your your cardinals uh schedule and i looked at uh the seahawks schedule i like ours but yet we're still the number one team that gets traveled everywhere yeah and so and we we get screwed somehow some way to do that so we don't have a fair good enough we have a good schedule but it's still a traveling schedule, you know? Yeah. So for the Seahawks, I don't want to get into that. Um, what'd you feel about your Cardinals uh, schedule? You know, I, uh, man, opening up against Tennessee with Derrick Henry and company, it's a little nerve wracking. I'm not going to lie, especially when we've committed to a young linebacker as our Mike linebacker. So the guy that's calling the plays on the field, I, I mean, I haven't got to, Obviously, we haven't seen anything in rookie mini camps or anything yet, so I don't have a lot to base minus his Tulsa uh, video, you know, from mm-hmm. college. Uh, and he's good. He's he's a great, young, smart, instinctive linebacker. But is it going to translate? Uh, and Henry and Henry is one of those dudes. If you start letting his legs turn, it's over. Uh, so that's right. a, that's a tough. It's going to be a tough assignment for that new Cardinals defense to go against. Henry and AJ Brown 
to open it up. Right. And then uh, it's shoot. And then right after that, we have the the reunion game with Patrick Peterson against the Vikings, and they always oh, okay. play. They always play tough. I'm excited about their third week because we're against Jacksonville. So I'm I'm curious to see how the Murray Trevor Lawrence thing goes. Uh, the Rams. I don't want to talk about it because they whoop us. Uh, the Niners is always a fun one. It's always a nail biter, so I'm kind of excited for that game. The Browns. We'll see if if Baker can upset Murray this time. Murray got him in last year or two years ago. Sorry. Uh, the Texans. That's a wash. Green Bay. Depending on what Rodgers does, could be very exciting. Uh, Carolina. We'll see what Sam Darnold does. Hopefully, he looks good. Uh, Seattle's always a good game. I love watching the Seattle games. It's always such a nail biter. Right. Uh, the Bears uh, looks like that's like week. Is that week ten? Week ten? Week eleven? Uh, so by that time, you could have Justin Fields. So that could be a, another great young young quarterback battle right there with Murray mm-hmm. and Fields going at it. And then Detroit, not too afraid of Goff. The Colts, that's another scary one. And then Dallas. As long as Dak's back to being Dak, we've got not super. I don't know. I've got to see how the team plays. Uh, we gave up a lot of big plays last year, and we've done a lot of things to address it. Uh, but we'll have to see how that all plays out. Right. I I, I, I want to say we'll sneak into the playoffs, but this is going to be tough. Yeah, they're they're both all tough. The only one in the in the. NFC we uh, West, uh, we <laughs> the <laughs> NFC West uh, schedule was the 49ers. They got the easiest schedule. Yeah, and um, and you know, kudos to 49er fans. Um, they get they get good uh, they get good home field advantages to certain teams, and um, they actually have some good games going their way. Um, but I like how they scattered every all the NFC West teams uh, dates out, so that we're not all bunched up as one. Yeah. Playing the Rams one day, then playing the you know Seahawks the next day, and then like two weeks later than the on the Cardinals. I like how it just scatters out, and, and so it built up momentum for us to to play you guys or or to to play certain people in the division. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and that's uh the Cardinals finally got a Christmas day game. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'm not going to lie. The only unfortunate part is I'm pretty sure it's against the Colts. So (laughs) we'll see. (laughs) Right. Hey, I'll either have a good Christmas or a really bad one. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, We can go through a, through a quick list on, um, on the schedules for Monday night, Sunday night and Thursday night. Um, real quick, um, I saw some some notable matchups that are coming up on um, so Thursday night football. Hold on, I had to get into this little you bit. Um, so Thursday night football, I think is pretty cool because we get to see the um, the beginning of week one, which is the Cowboys and the, and the Buccaneers. Uh, that should be a good game. Uh, week two for this now. This is Thursday night, so week two, you got the Giants and the Washington Football Team. Yes, week sir. three, you got Carolina Panthers and Houston Texans, which um, we don't got Deshaun Watson there, but still, you got uh, 
the Carolina Panthers going into town to Houston. So that should be fun to watch. Um, then, you know, somehow the NFL Network always throws these little goose eggs um, games. But you got Jacksonville and Cincinnati Bengals playing in week four. I'm all for that game. Yeah, I, I would. I, I'm more interested in, in seeing how they, this goes. But it's week four. You know, Joe, uh, Joe Burrow is, is going to be playing. And Trevor Lawrence, um, well, actually, we'll see how how he works out in Jacksonville, right? Yep. Hopefully yep. Then they don't start off in a bad 0-4. They're not 0-3. I'm walking into week four, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, week five, they got the Rams playing the Seahawks, which that's going to be a fun um, game to watch. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay in Philadelphia, which, um, yeah, that's a win for Tampa already. Yeah. Um, Denver and Cleveland at Denver at Cleveland. Um, that would be interesting, but I can already see probably maybe the Browns winning that game as well. Yeah. Um, week eight, which is back to your guys' house, uh, Green Bay Packers and Arizona Cardinals, which that should be pretty cool to watch. Um, week nine, week nine, the New York Jets and the Colts. Week 10, Baltimore Ravens and Miami Dolphins. Week 11, New England Patriots and Atlanta. And the Thanksgiving game, they got the Buffalo Bills at New Orleans. Um, <clears throat> week 13, they got Dallas and New Orleans. Wow, they do get back-to-back Thursday night games, huh? Interesting, New Orleans. So, huh. I, just, I just barely noticed that. So, Buffalo at New Orleans, and then Dallas at New Orleans. So, they don't go <laughs> anywhere. So, that's kind of a win-win for new orleans yeah. especially during december i mean the end of november and then december yeah so what a win-win for them um but week 14 you got pittsburgh and minnesota well week 15 you got kansas city and the chargers at oh, la so that dude, should be pretty gonna, cool to watch yeah that's gonna be a great game um san francisco and tennessee that would be a cool game to watch um and uh, by then, who knows if Garoppolo is still playing or, or what's going on. Um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, hopefully there's a Lance sighting by then. Hopefully, but I mean, the way the 49ers have talked about how they're going to treat their, um, you know, Lance, they're, they're going to keep them hidden. They're going to do a pipe. Hopefully they're trying to do what they did, what Kansas City did with Mahomes. Yeah. Um. Sunday night football games, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, week one, Bears and Rams. Two, week two is Kansas City and the Ravens. Week three is Green Bay Packers and the 49ers. That one should be cool because that gives Aaron Rodgers going back to the Bay. Yeah, um, payback. Payback, exactly. Um, Tampa Bay. This is the one that I was really looking forward to uh, that I wanted to talk to you about is Tampa going to New England. Um Man, I will be cutting out of work early that day just to come home and watch this game. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> this game is super – there's a lot resting on this because you know oh, that yeah. Brady wants to win it and you know dang right Belichick wants to win it and be like, look, I didn't need you. Just like Brady wants to say, look, I can do it without – which he's already done. But look, mm-hmm. I can do it without you. Uh, exactly. It's, it's emotions are going to be high that game. It's going to get chippy. It's, it should be a great game. Uh, so I'm week three, week four. That's a really good game to watch. Right. I, I, I kind yeah. I kind of want Mac Jones to play that game. 
Who knows, man? They they gave uh, Cam Newton a year deal, right? Or two year deal? Yeah, it don't mean nothing. <laughs> I think Cam Newton's already washed up, ready to. He dude, Newton. He's trash. Big Newton. Um, he just doesn't have it anymore. No, nah, he doesn't. You could see it towards the very end of the season last year. Yeah. Um, especially he got COVID and everything. He didn't return back right. So, it was just not good for him. But week five, the rematch of the AFC Championship, which is the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. Bills at Chiefs. And so, that's going to be a good game. Week six, uh, the Seahawks play the Steelers. Seven, the Colts go to um, the 49ers. Oh, that should be a good game. Um, Because they got Carson Wentz there going to San Francisco. Yeah, that'll be a good game. And so, um, I really truly think, to be honest with you, that the Colts are going to be another, if Wentz does what he, you know, what if they, I hope they're a good playoff team. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because they were well, a playoff team last year, even with, with Rivers. Yes. But, with this new, like, New quarterback there. I hope. I hope it's like. I hope it's what they were missing. You know what I mean? What they were. What they were looking for. Yeah, you know I saying? agree. So that that should be a cool thing for the Colts. Um, Dallas is going to Minnesota on Week Eight. Uh, Tennessee Titans going to the Rams. Going to L.A. Week Week Nine. Um, <clears throat> week Ten, the Chiefs play the Raiders in. In Las Vegas. And now, those if I was a Chiefs fan, good. yeah, if I was a Chiefs fan, why not go to Vegas? And they're going to have fans in their stands this year, dude. So well, the Raiders are putting a whole club in their end zone. <laughs> I did see that, man. It's going to be That's popping insane. over there, man. It's be on and popping. Um, I could totally see Derek Carr just nailing somebody with an overthrow. Um, <laughs> you know, that's just my opinion, I guess. Uh, so that one's pretty cool going to Vegas. That would even be cool just to go to Vegas just to watch that game. I mean, I'm not a fan of the Raiders or the Chiefs, but just to watch it live, that'd be sick. Yeah, um, in Vegas. Um, so but, anyways, Steelers are going to the Chargers, um, in LA. Um, LA is getting a lot of publicity on the Sunday night game, so. Good for the Rams and good for the Chargers. Um, week 12, the Browns going to Baltimore. Week 13 is the 49ers in Seattle, which is a, a, is a good Sunday night matchup. And again, we, we hope to see if there's a Trey Lance sighting in that time. Yeah. Um, but if not, it, it'll be Garoppolo and Wilson going at it. Um, week 14, the Bears in Green Bay. Um Week 15, the Saints going to Tampa. And by then, it'd be, a, hopefully, it's a, a divisional, like, battle between New Orleans and Tampa. So that one, week 15, is probably something to look forward to. Um, but you know what? Half these change, uh, half these, half these games from week 13 and on, they're subject to change. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. They really are. So, all that stuff. Yeah, because if, if a team just sucks bad, Injuries and whatever, whatnot. You know, Sunday night just changes all this stuff. So, um, 
Got to give the people what they want. Got to. Uh, so where did I leave off at? Um, yeah, the Bears going to Green Bay week 14. Week 15, the Saints go to Tampa. Week 16, the Washington football team plays the Cowboys. And again, this could be a divisional round battle that they are fighting to get into the, into the playoffs. Um, week 17, same thing with the Vikings and Green Bay. That's another battle that they're trying to get into the playoffs. And again, it's subject to change as well because Vikings could suck or Green Bay could suck, which I really doubt that. And week 18, it's to be continued. They don't know any who's going to play that day. But again, it's all subject to change. I feel good about the schedule. And the schedule came out, um, like I said, yesterday, uh, May 12th. So I was really excited for it. Um, I think what excited me the most about it is football's here. Like, it's right around the corner, dude. We're two months out. Uh, Schedule release was, I mean, minus reporting for camp. It was the next big thing for the NFL, you know, so... And like you said, the NFL is so good at making it so fan friendly. Even something as simple as the schedule release, they got everyone hyped up about. Like that's they're doing it right, man. And and, it, and everyone wonders why the NFL rules in the sports world right now. Right. So it's pretty cool, man. I'm excited. I'm I'm totally excited. Um, so that covers it, you know, for, I only covered uh, Sunday, uh, Thursday night and Monday. I mean, well, Thursday and Sunday night, Monday night. Um, I'll just read these off real quick, man. Cause some of them are really cool games to watch. Uh, Baltimore and Vegas in Las Vegas, Detroit and Green Bay, Philadelphia at Dallas, uh, the Raiders at the at the Chargers again. I'm telling you, LA is getting all the publicity, man. Bring it yeah. all the way to LA because the Super Bowl is going to be there. So, yeah, of course, why not? You know, the Colts in Baltimore, uh, Buffalo Bills with Tennessee, New Orleans Saints in Seattle, um, the Giants with Kansas City, the Bears with the Steelers, the Rams with the 49ers. Oh, that'd be cool to watch. Um, the Giants in Tampa Bay, uh, the Seahawks go all the way to Washington to play the fo- the Washington football team, and um, then New England plays Buffalo. Uh, the Rams play your Cardinals, um, and that's in December week week fourteen and uh, Monday night. So then week fifteen Minnesota plays the, the Bears, and then week sixteen Miami plays the Saints. And week 17 is the Browns playing the Steelers. Um, so that covers for Monday good. night. And that should be a good one. Um, again, you know, like like we were saying, the NFL sets these games up pretty well um, towards the very end just to see because it's all playoff bound, right? Yeah. Like I said, Baltimore goes plays in Cleveland. And then <clears throat> uh, that one should be good. Whoops, no, I didn't say that. Baltimore plays in Cleveland. You're right. Cleveland plays in Pittsburgh. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, they, they it's all about who's going to get in the playoffs, right? Yep. Uh, so these schedules are pretty cool. Uh, we have fun. We can go on and on with about these schedules. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's it's very, very, very cool to see this. Um, but, well, yeah, it's, man. It's exciting, too, because teams are going to get, especially rookies, 
they're going to get that time to come in. They're going to get time to do all the OTAs. They're going to get time to do the preseasons. And it could be the league could look a lot different this year. Teams could look a ton different. I know there was a lot of teams last year that looked like complete trash, the Patriots, uh, that can completely revert back to their old ways. It's it's going right. to be fun. And there's eight new head coaches this yes. year. Eight yes. or six? Eight, right? Eight yep. new head coaches. And the so worst that's going to be interesting, too. Yeah, there's eight, and the worst one is the Eagles. The Eagles. Yeah. Sir, Sirianni's a joke. <laughs> you want to do rock, paper, scissors again, dude? <laughs> we tied every time. I know, dude, but I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so that that's it, bro. I mean, we've we covered a lot. We can we can spend a whole podcast for this stuff, man. And oh, easy. I'm excited. And, and we always post the show notes, so if you just look at the show notes, you'll see all the the free agent additions and signings and, and, and releases and stuff. Uh, I'm just going to do the, the two biggest ones that meant the most in my eyes, uh, which was carry on Johnson being released from the Detroit lions and then being picked up by the Philadelphia Eagles. If you play fantasy, do not draft an Eagles running back. I'm just going to tell you right now, <laughs> dude. I mean, seriously, Miles Sanders, they brought back Jordan Howard they uh, they drafted was it Kenneth Gainwell? Then they go I'm and bring in Carry On. Are you kidding me? Oh man! Uh, and then in other news, uh, it's another Lions player, but uh, Frank Ragnar got that four-year deal. He's the center for them, a uh, good staple for them. He's now the highest-paid center. If you watch his uh, his speech, his press conference after he signed the contract, dude, he is such a solid guy. Like just super down to earth. And, he was just excited to get this money and help take care of his mom and 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 provide for her like she did for his whole life. It was a cool story, man. He gets all teary eyed and stuff. It's a tear jerker. It was good, uh-huh. but uh, there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of free agent stuff going on in these last two weeks. But those were the two uh, that kind of caught my eye. Uh, I guess Charles Charles Leno signing with. Uh, well, he got released from the Bears right after the draft because they drafted Tevin Jenkins. Uh, the Washington football team signs him to protect Ryan Fitzpatrick, which was a solid move. The Colts went and got Eric Fisher, uh, another solid move. Um, and just today, the Chiefs traded for cornerback Mike Hughes away from Minnesota. That just happened a little while ago. But other than that, everything else will be on our notes. You can look at it there. Uh, we won't go through all these. There's a bunch of them. Um, but yeah, sounds good to me, dude. I think, uh, <laughs> you have any, any quizzes for me this time or what? Oh, yo, yes, I do. But real quick, we talked about the schedules. I just wanted to throw it out there that Amazon has full rights to Thursday night football starting, oh, yeah, that's right, starting yeah. 2022. So they'll have yeah, a few games they feature this year, but starting 2022, 2022, they will be the sole provider of Thursday night football, just so everyone knows. Uh, so as for trivia, who is the all-time NFL sack leader? Is it a linebacker? Uh, no. Want me to tell you the team? 
sure. Buffalo Bills. Oh, uh... Oh, um, I could see his face. Oh, uh, shoot. You know what I was going to say? I was going to say Reggie White, but... Um, White was a beast. He's he number two, beast. actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, I could see his face. Uh, Buffalo Bills. Um, uh, I don't want to... <laughs> Bruce Smith. Yes, there you yes. go. Bruce, Bruce Smith. Smith. <laughs> Two hundred sacks. I could, I could see his face, man. I was like, he was a beast too. Uh, he was, yeah. dude. He was an animal. I was gonna say uh, Taylor, but for some uh, reason, I just Reggie White came in the picture. Um, but I, I could have swore I saw a documentary about Reggie White being an all-time sack leader. So that's yeah, why I say Reggie White. Yeah, he's number two. White was such an animal, dude. That guy was ridiculous. But Lawrence Taylor, he's up there too, right? He's got to be number three, right? Lawrence Taylor. Let me go back to it real quick. I can't remember exactly where he's at on on this list. He is ranked number 14, actually. Really? Yeah, so it goes Bruce Smith and then Reggie White and then Kevin Green from the Steelers. Julius Peppers. Chris Dolman. Uh, Julie Peppers, yeah. Julie Peppers is up there. Michael Strahan, Jason Taylor. Terrell Kevin Green Sutton. was uh was he the one that just passed away? Yes. Yeah, he did, huh? Yeah. He, well the Panther, huh? No. Well yeah, Panther and Steeler, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then so, you have, yeah, keep going. Then you've got uh Strahan, Jason Taylor, Terrell Suggs. Demarcus Ware, Richard Dent, Michael Strahan, yeah, John Randall, Jared Allen, one of my personal favorites, John Abraham, Lawrence Taylor, Leslie O'Neill, Ricky Jackson, Derek Thompson, Dwight Freeney, Robert Mathis, and Simon Rice. Man, I would have thought I thought maybe Lawrence was maybe top five, yo. Yeah, he was a while ago, but you've got—I mean, a lot of these guys are recent guys within the last like fifteen years. Julius Peppers, Jason Taylor, Terrell Suggs, Demarcus Ware, Jared Allen, John Abraham, like all those guys, Dwight Freeney, Robert Mathis, those are all recent guys. Right. I mean, and that's not even, I mean, you've got, no, Khalil Mack and them aren't even close, I don't think. I'll have to look, it'll be interesting, because they're all getting towards the tail end of their careers too, and I I wonder where they rank. I'm going to have to look that up. Bruce Smith. Bruce Reggie Smith. Reggie White. Yeah. Man, that's pretty cool. Good fun fact for everybody. Yes, sir. That's what we do. What we do. All right, brother. So for May 13th, 2021, um, I think we covered pretty much a lot. Uh, I mean, we had notes, but we just went off script and we just started talking, man. Yeah, just went what a little do. rogue this time. Get a. Yeah, we did get back into it and uh we'll we'll get we'll get back to doing a show every week and everything like that and like i said life just got in the way that's true if anybody wants to hit us up or anything like that make sure you guys hit us up on instagram um caustic sports and um you know feel free to you know drop a dm hit us up in the dms and we got questions and stuff like that um asked you know, you can ask us any questions. Yeah. Um, 
We're always available. We're always available. Always um, there. But yeah, brother. You know, I think that covers a lot, brother. So um, make sure you guys like and subscribe and share yes. it. And um, also, know, for, uh, also, li- also like and subscribe us on Spotify, uh, Anchor app. Uh, yeah, Google, Google pa- Podcast, podcast. Apple, yeah, podcast, Apple Podcast, Breaker, uh, all of it. Uh, it all helps us out, helps us get the message out, helps us get new listeners. Uh, and with that said, uh, turn it over to Daniel for the anchor. Ad. Yeah, like, you know, and most people <laughs> don't understand how we do this, but we go off the anchor app. And if you guys haven't yes. heard of the anchor app, it's a free app. I'm telling you guys, it's a free app. You subscribe to it, you um, you know, log in, and you it has its own uh, platform. It, you, it gives you all the tools that you you need. And we've been running off the Anchor app for a while, and for a long time from, since we started this, and it comes so in handy. It's portable, it's useful, and uh, it's free. You know what I mean? It's free. It gets has a lot of sounds, a lot of a lot of music that you can play within the background. Like the background you're listening to now is from the Anchor app. So. Um, but you can also download your own music and, and put it in the background so you can, you know, listen to. Uh, I know that uh, certain people make beats and stuff like that. And I know my son makes beats. So he's trying to get us a, a new uh, caustic league background, you know, music. But nice. for right now, what you're listening to right now is exactly what um, what they provide you. So, yeah, it's it's fun. It's It's fun, easy, and it's free. Yeah, and like I said, it's fun. It's free. If you want to make a podcast about collecting crayons or how many bowls you have, do it. <laughs> it. I'm sure someone will listen. Do it. It'll it'll broadcast it out to Spotify. It'll it'll throw you out to Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many others. Uh, check it out. Don't be scared. Just do it. Yeah, and then if you get on the Anchor app, um, you can also follow us on the Anchor app. Just type in Caustic Sports and you're there you you like us and you follow us and it gives us another way to communicate with you if you want to join the the podcast as well yep so yeah it's pretty good man for for thursday night yeah it was good it was good it's good to do it again it's good to be back it's good to be talking some football uh we have a big dynasty draft tomorrow night i'm super excited uh the next show uh We'll, we'll probably talk about a little bit how the dynasty draft went because it's mine and Daniel's uh, first times doing a dynasty draft, so we're we're excited about that. Uh, and then I want to start breaking into you know the AFC West and and what we think expectations should be for for star players on certain teams and stuff like that. And it'll start getting fun and exciting here pretty quick. You know, football's right around the corner. Exactly. Well, right on, buddy. Well. As for Fusion, I'm done for the day, bro. And if you guys get a chance, hit us up on Instagram, bro, and, and we'll we'll go from there. But uh, you got any other questions? You got anything you want to talk about? No, this is Savage. It was a good night. It was a good show. I appreciate y'all listening. Uh, like he said, like, subscribe, keep on listening. We love the support. Thank you. Have a great night. All right, brother. You have a good one. You too, man. Later, G. Bye.